welcome to the Karen Kenny Show. This is the place where we take a no bullshit look at life's little lessons. Here, together, we find the spiritual glory in even the most wicked hard story. This is a journey from fear back to love and how we can find our greatest strength and happiness in some of the most unlikely places. I believe that if you're willing to change your mind, you can totally change your life. So, are you ready to rewrite your story and choose to live free? Let's do this. Hey, you guys, welcome to the Karen Kenny Show. I'm super duper excited to be here today, and I'm just going to dive right in. I'm going to get right to the heartbeat of this sucker. I'm going to get right down to what we're talking about today, and I'm going to call this focus on what matters. Focus on what really matters. And let me tell you how the inspiration for this episode came. So if you've been following uh, or paying attention to my social media post, you may have seen several things in the past couple of weeks. Um, one is that two of my aunties, my auntie Dolly and my auntie Connie have passed away. They have transitioned out of their bodies. Um, but all the love they gave and received and all the lives they touched, their spirit lives on in so many people. They're remarkable women, both of them. So, um, so I had two aunties die. And then it was also my uh, 12 year anniversary with my sweetie. And I posted online a picture of us, which is like, uh, you know, it, it's like a rare picture, meaning that he's, we're both like, you know, we cleaned up, we cleaned up pretty good. Okay. Um, so I'm wearing a dress and at the time it was the only dress that I owned. I bought another dress uh, at the time that the, after this picture was taken. So I now have two dresses, but the new one, quote unquote new, it's now like four or five years old. It still has a tag on it. I've never worn it. <laughs> oh, so I have this one dress and I wear it for everything funerals, weddings, whatever. But um, it's complicated because if, if there's ever like a funeral in the in the winter, like I have no way to like, I'm just not good at the girly stuff and figuring out how do I accessorize this? Like what shoes would I wear? The only shoes that would even be remotely like workable or doable with this dress or like these little open toed things. And so a lot of times I'll wear flip flops or whatever. Like I don't, I don't worry too much about that stuff, but um, I'm like, okay, I have this funeral to go to and I, I kind of have no clothes like to really wear. And I'm like, I don't really have any black pants. All I have are black jeans. Most of my black jeans already have like holes in them. Like, you know, rips, like, you know, how you buy, they're all Levi's, right? So I have all these Levi's and all my black ones have like holes in them. And so I was saying to somebody, oh, you know, I'm going to have to go to the store and like buy some pants or something. Um, otherwise I'm going to have to wear my jeans. And they were like, don't wear jeans. And I wrote back, well, I don't really get too hung up on, on what other people are going to think about me in my attire at funerals, <laughs> right? So it sparked this whole conversation. And it was really uh, fascinating. So I was talking to my sweetie about it. And I was telling him that many years ago, so there was a lot of like roads into how this subject matter came up. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get to the pod on focus on what matters. So I was, we, as we were going back and forth and talking about clothes and, and what people wear and all these things, I remember a Facebook post that I saw a couple of years ago, and it's a guy I knew from Lawrence. 
And I don't, not sure if he had just come from a funeral. I, I don't remember the backstory a hundred percent correct, but the post was about what people wear to a funeral and how something like, I'm paraphrasing. So this may have been from the comments and not from his original post, but the theme seemed to be from a lot of people that like comments like this, like, oh my God, my mother would roll over in her grave if she saw somebody showing up into her funeral, not wearing a dress or a suit or dressed appropriately or blah, 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 blah. It's so disrespectful, like all these things. And I was just sitting there like, and I'm like one of the one weirdos, right? Like I'm in the, I'm in the comments and I'm like, okay, here's, here's how I see this. <laughs> if you are at a funeral to support a family who has just lost a loved one or to say goodbye to a friend or loved one, or you're there to uh, pay your respects to a boss, an employer, an employee, um, somebody you knew in the community, somebody you grew up with, a friend, whatever it is. I'm thinking to myself, if you're there and what you're focusing on is what other people are wearing, then, then, then you have missed the damn point. If you're standing at a funeral and you're more concerned about what other people, the clothes that they have on their back, if you're talking shit about people, then, then the whole meaning is lost on you. Now, I grew up in, right, Blue Collar City, Lawrence, Massachusetts, little mill town on the Merrimack River. A lot of hardworking, hardworking human beings. Now, when you think about funeral hours, a lot of times they're like four to seven, right? People are either not out of work yet or they're coming straight from work. And a lot of these people might be manual laborers. They might be mechanics or firemen or police or people who work with their hands, construction guys or whatever. Not once, not once in my life. This isn't, and maybe, maybe my thinking is backwards. I always say people are totally allowed to disagree with me. But when I look at this through the lens of a, of a spiritual perspective, I would much rather have a guy show up with paint on his hands, grease under his fingernails, wearing his work clothes, wearing his car hats, wearing something that maybe isn't um, quote unquote up to uh, traditional funeral standards, but the fucking guy showed up. He showed up, he's there, he's in the room, he made the time. Maybe he asked permission to like leave work early, whatever. So what I'm focusing on is, is he there? Did he make the effort? Did he show up out of respect knowing, hey, I'm going to have to come right from work. I might not have time. And this is the other thing too. We don't know what people's personal situations are. What if they're going through a divorce? What if they're going through something major that we have no idea about? Maybe they can't afford to have nice, nice suit or a tie or shiny shoes. And I'm just thinking, why are we so focused on the shit that doesn't really matter. I don't really have a ton to say more than this. <laughs> Can we please look at the heart of the situation, the intention? When we stand around judging other people, attacking other people, placing what our expectations 
on what is proper or right or good or whatever. And I was thinking about this, you know, and my sweetie and I, he, he said, you know, it's not that we don't care about respect or that we don't care about tradition, but to me, it's not a sign of disrespect to show up and maybe not be in apparel that other people deem like is not fitting or whatever. I'm always looking at, cause he has, let me tell you this about a person, as a person who's been to a bunch of funerals, uh, as a person who um, lost a mother like very young. And I can remember, I can remember the funeral so clearly, like where some people were sitting. I don't remember every single thing because I was, I was clearly still in shock, but there are some things that really pop out to me. All I, all I really cared about was how many people were there. The people that showed up to show their respect to my mother, to show their love and respect and support for me and my sister and the family, to my other siblings, to my aunts and uncles, to my cousins who had just suffered her friends, this horrific loss. I could give two shits if somebody had shown up in, in shorts and a Hawaiian shirt. Was, you know, my sweetie and I were joking this morning. He's like, if somebody shows up in a bikini, but they're there, that's, that's what I'm banking on. Like, that's what I'm paying attention to. We were kind of chuckling about it. And so I just think sometimes we get it backwards. I think we place attention and focus on shit that doesn't even really matter. And it kind of falls in line with, and I, again, I, I'm willing to be the weirdo here. I'm willing to be the one with the unpopular opinion. I'm not saying if you have the means to show up, you know, and look nice. I always say like, you don't have to show up looking like, 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 like a bum. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you can, you can put some intention and energy into it, but I'm not somebody who places a lot of, um, oh, what's the word importance, I guess on clothes. I, I don't come from the school of thought that if you, because you're dressed better, you do your job better. Like this concept of like having to wear suits and have, oh my God, if I had to wear pantyhose, if I had, if I had to wear nylons, I, I don't, I don't even know. I don't even know what I would do. I would lose my fucking mind if I worked in a job where they expected me to show up wearing heels and like, like those kind of clothes. And look, I'm not talking to the fashionistas out there. I know there's a whole psychology, psychology around clothes and what you wear affects you. Just like the colors that you wear. Like I, I get it and I'm all for it. If you're somebody who loves to dress to the nines, if you love to dress up, if you feel powerful and amazing in nice fancy clothes, you want to go to the dry cleaner and drop off your shit and get it ironed. And like, what? I'm like, have at it. I'm not making fun of you either. I think you got to go with what works for you. But I'm just saying there are times, like if there's a wedding, if there's a christening, if there's a funeral, any time when there's a time when people are, <clears throat> excuse me, gathering. But seriously, like at a funeral, I, I, I just remember reading that post and how many people, I mean, there were like a shit ton of comments 
And a lot of them were like old school people saying it's so disrespectful. You should always be dressed. It's a sign of respect. I'm like, no, no, you know what the sign of it? And I shouldn't say no. Maybe that's true for them. But for me, you know what the sign of respect is? Is that you showed up to show your respects. And the clothes you have on your back do not matter. You know how many times I've worn flip-flops to weddings? Do you know how many times that I've like, and again, it has nothing to do with my love for them, my respect for them or whatever. I just don't like cramming my feet into heels. I don't think it's necessary. You know, I kind of follow, I'm like a, a jeans and t-shirt and hoodie and sneaks kind of, you know, sneak is a like, <laughs> sneak is a, the way that I roll. Hello, look at me right now. Are you looking at me? Look like top bun getting shit done in my hoodie. I just don't think there's so many things in this world that just don't impress me. They're just not that important. I'm not saying they shouldn't be important to you, but I do think we should cut each other a little slack. So again, if you find yourself at a funeral and where you're placing your attention and your energy is talking shit about other people for what they're wearing and, what, and worrying about like whatever meaning you've assigned to that, it might be time to check yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> so here's the invitation. Where maybe in your own life and this is something that I do too. When I find myself starting, like feeling the desire to complain, uh, the desire to bitch or moan or be whiny about something, right? When I start to realize like, oh, I'm placing either my expectation or I'm projecting, right? My own meaning onto things. If we don't have like a, a mechanism in place, if your mind is not trained, if there's no mind training, if there's no ability to pause, to like recognize, oh, that's a fucking crazy thought. Like, like I might want to just stop, stop and take contemplate, take a look at, right? The thoughts that I'm having right now, because that's when you are being held hostage by the ego. In that moment, when I have the desire or the, um, What's the word I'm looking for? Mm. Shoot, I can't think of the word I'm trying to think of. But when I find myself, when I catch myself, when I have that momentary um, awareness, when my mind comes back from a detour into fear and it's like, and we're back. And I recognize, I have a moment of clarity. There's like a holy instant where I recognize like, oh, I was just judging my brother or sister. When I find that little desire, like creep up to be special, this is what the ego is trying to do. So we're always asking in A Course in Miracles, I love, the, love this thing. Would you, would you, would you rather like um, be held hostage by the ego? Are you held hostage by the ego or are you host, being a host to God? So I know that if I'm sitting there in my mind talking trash about somebody else, right? I am being held hostage by my ego. Now, this doesn't mean, let me be very clear here, because I think there's a thing that happens in spiritual circles too, where we don't allow people time to process. So I might realize like, oh, a button has been pushed or I've been quote unquote triggered by something. And it's never something out there. It's something in my own subconscious. It's something in my own mind that gets triggered. And if I don't have the ability to stop and recognize that it's happening, it's going to be full steam ahead into, into this creating, a, leaving a shit show in my wake. So in A Course in Miracles, when it says that when you are judging a brother or sister, what you're really doing is attacking them. And then they take it a step farther and they say, you are murdering them. 
And this is why I often say, you might not be inflicting physical harm or physical violence on another human being, but you have been acting like a serial killer in your head all day long. So I try to keep a close eye on that. Not like, look, some crazy shit gets through, right? Some crazy shit like slips through the grasp and you're like, oh man, I can't believe it. But what I'm trying to say is there might be a moment where you need to process the feeling because I'm not interested in sucking it up and stuffing it down anymore either. But so sometimes something might come bubbling up into your consciousness, into your awareness, but it's coming up out of the darkness into the light for healing, for your healing. But sometimes we realize, oh, I'm projecting my shit onto somebody else. That's mine to own. Like that's my work to do. And sometimes, right, we might have to verbally process something. We might have to say some things and get something off our chest and then like let that energy like, and I'm not saying say it directly to other people, like find your safe person, whether that's your therapist, your mentor, your sweetie, your best friend, whatever, have a safe, sacred spot where you can let those feelings, the rage, the anger, the um, whatever, the, the, the thoughts of separation, your, your fear, like whatever it is having a safe container to, 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 to talk that out and talk it through so that you can return to love. So this is just an invitation for us to take a look at the meaning that we're assigning to things, the expectations we're placing on other people, the places where we have these old, outdated, perhaps traditions or whatever. Again, I'm not saying show up and look like a bum, but let's also not judge people who show up making an effort to love others. They just might not look the way that you would prefer because that's one of the things that the ego does. It shows up with its preferences, with its opinions, with its rules and its laws of how you think the world should be and other people should be and blah, 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 blah. But we need to focus on what really matters. And here's the thing, I have a lot of respect for blue collar people, you know, it's, it's where I come from. So I'm never gonna turn my nose down, I'm never gonna look down at them. And I, I hope, I'm, I'm using that word never and I, I try not to use words like never in all ways, but I can't imagine there's gonna come a time when I look at somebody and I think, wow, he showed up in his car hats at the funeral. Like, I just don't think that thought will ever fucking cross my mind. <laughs> so if you find that maybe in your life you've been focusing on something or someone in a particular way where maybe your perception is skewed or you're looking at something and you're kind of bitching and moaning about something or you know, attacking in a way where it's like, why have you lost? Have you lost the point? Is the point lost on you? Have you missed the meaning here? And it doesn't make you bad. This is the other thing. The ego, when you're going through a growth spurt or when you're changing and transforming and you're learning new ways of thinking and doing and being, the ego loves to make you bad and ashamed and guilty or whatever. So I never say these things to be like, well, you're bad if you do that. All I'm ever interested in is perhaps showing another way of looking at something, a different point of view to contemplate, to think about, to kind of like roll around in your hand a little bit. You know those um, those ceramic balls that have like the sounds in them? They're like um, 
like for hand dexterity and they sometimes are coated in enamel and they have like like red dragons or red birds or whatever on them and you can like roll them around in your hands that's kind of like what i like to do sometimes with my beliefs and my opinions and the things that i've held on to i like to hold things a little bit more loosely and i'm going to do a whole episode on this about being able being able to hold two opposing views at the same time can we be dexterous enough and, and um, flexible enough and open-minded and open-hearted enough to hold that two things might be true, right? Because I think it's really important. So I know this is kind of a quirky episode, but it was on my hat and I listened to my spiritual team. And when they come in hot, I'm like, yeah, I want to talk about this um, because I think that we put importance on external things when what really matters is the internal is the love that is being shown, the love that is being given, the love that is being received. And sometimes those things come in unexpected packages. But are we emotionally aware enough, spiritually mature enough to recognize it when it's right in front of our eyes, even if it's dressed in a way that we don't expect? So that's what I have for you today. I love you guys. Um, next week, I think. <laughs> I'm going to be announcing something fun. So also as a good news is that the nest is moving to an always open uh, membership. So you don't have to wait. So if you listen to this podcast and, you know, it occurs to you like, Hey, uh, I'd like to do some personal and transformational work. I want to join uh, a membership and a mentorship in a community where you know, we're working on ourselves and we're talking about these kinds of things and I can get some support from KK and support from the other nesties or whatever. And it just calls to your heart. I would say if this piques your curiosity, it calls to your heart. You can always just go to karenkenny.com slash nest to find out more. You can reach out to me. You can contact me through my website or on social media or whatever. Uh, and we'd love to have you join us. So stay tuned for next week's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Um, I appreciate you so much. I hope you're having a fantastic day. I hope you're taking good care of yourself. I know there's a lot going on in the world right now. And if you listened to last week's um, episode, I called it the tender spots. We all have a lot of tenderness happening in the world right now. Uh, we're affected by um, you know, the collective consciousness. And when our brothers and sisters in other areas are suffering, there's no way that we don't on some level feel uh, that ripple effect. So I hope you're taking good care of yourself. You're taking good care of each other. You're taking care of um, the people in your home and in your community, in your neighborhood and, um, and, you know, holding a positive vision and sending love to the brothers and sisters that we don't maybe come into contact with every day or every week or ever. They're just, they live in other parts of the world. So you guys, thank you so much for being here. Uh, wherever you go, may you leave the people, the place, the animals, the environment, yourself <laughs> better than how you found it. Wherever you go, may you be a blessing. Bye. Hey, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Karen Kenny Show. <laughs> I super duper appreciate your time, friendship, and support. And look, if something that I shared from my heart today somehow landed in yours, I'd love to hear about it. 
So please tag me on Facebook or Instagram or IG stories or wherever the cool kids are hanging out these days. And let me know what your favorite pot was or what you found most helpful. You can find me over at Karen Kenny Live. That's Karen, K-E-N-N-E-Y-L-I-V-E. And if you're digging what I'm saying and you want to hear more, I'd be wicked grateful if you could go to iTunes and subscribe and leave a review because you guys, that's how you'll help me to keep spreading the love. And if you can think of someone that could benefit from hearing this episode, please share it with them. I'd also love to stay connected with you. So if the feeling is mutual, please go to karenkenny.com backslash freebie and download my free guide to building your spiritual team. Until next time, my brothers and sisters, keep living in the fearless flow. Know that I see you, I appreciate you, and I love you. And wherever you go, may you be a blessing. <laughs>